Yo. Hi. Sam and Bass. Hello. Hi, Bass. So, gentlemen, this is either going to be... This this will either be one of the last podcasts ever, or there'll be more podcasts more frequently. I haven't decided yet what it'll mean yet. Um, that's an interesting way to start it. Yeah, because I've uh, figured out a new strategy at Roulette. That every every time I've gone to the casino, I've won at least $500. And that's without even like... I mean, I haven't done it too many times. I did it a couple times this week already, and each time I won like four or five. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you do it a couple times this week when it's only Tuesday? <laughs> oh, including the weekend and everything. Okay. Okay, or whatever. In the last week or something, I went a couple times. And I figured out a new strategy in roulette. Oh, that's my alarm. Do you like my alarm? You <laughs> do, beautiful day. Did you guys hear that? No, what is it? Oh, it's nobody heard it. It's you two beautiful day. That's your alarm. That's a good song to wake up to. It's a good song. But anyways, it, it's a lot better than the uh, the world is ending alarm that you have. <laughs> what was that? You're all gonna die. <laughs> oh, God, oh yeah, remember God. that? Yeah, because you guys heard it. I think we were in a hotel room or something. Yeah, well, you know, you're you're like you're you're it, w- it was like this. That was terrible. <laughs> I looked up here and then I just threw my clock. Yeah. The best was we were there for a Howard Stern Christmas party and I was trying to listen to Howard Stern to go to sleep and bass is like, dude, you got to shut it off, dude. I mean, it was re- I was in that room. That was ridiculous. And plus, you know, that, first of all, that is the... Rude. No, it's not. It's all wearing headphones. Or do something where everybody else does that. Yeah. Hear what you're listening to. It was awful. Not everybody falls asleep the way he's standing. <laughs> it was awful. I've been actually falling asleep lately to the sound of Paul Stanley. I've been listening to a Paul Stanley audiobook. You should listen to more audiobooks. That's actually good for you. You think so? Yeah, I, I think it is, as opposed to the garbage you probably normally listen to. <laughs> no, I usually listen to like Howard Stern or a podcast or something. Okay. But but yeah, the Paul Stanley audiobook is very interesting. I'll I'll get to that later. But so I don't know if me being rich means I'll do more podcasts or less podcasts. Probably more, right? Because I enjoy doing it. I was gonna say here, if, if you uh if you're planning on doing this full time, you're gonna want another different outlet you're probably putting your job sometimes because of this. Well, no, I mean, right now, I could roulette could just be a side occupation. But let's say I made $1,000 a day, five <laughs> days a week, right? Right. That's like an extra 240000 a year. <laughs> Tax-free money. So that's like 400000 Sure. So if I'm making $400,000, then I could quit my job, and I could just... Play roulette, or not even? I, I wouldn't even quit my job. Why quit it? But me having that kind of extra money, it'll put me in a better like. You honestly believe? No, no. Hold on. Now, you honestly believe you're going to make four hundred thousand a year? And, and number two, you don't think that other people? First of all, I've heard you say multiple times on other games. I found a strategy that works, and then you hear about it for two weeks, and you don't hear about it again. <laughs> like you don't think that there's you know wiser men than you who thought they've had roulette figured out and they just lost their ass and stopped. 
Well, no, you lose. You will lose at some point, but but as long as you stick with the strategy. See, here's my problem, and this goes for poker or anything else. You have to have discipline. You have to get your thousand dollars and then leave, which is what I, I think I'm willing to start doing. Well, yeah, but see, but that's so you already failed yourself because I know you were texting me when you were there last uh, this past weekend. And you won nine hundred dollars or something, and then when you text me an hour later, like, "Well, I left. I'm up four fifty. Couldn't you won, but you obviously kept that you, you won against your own strategy. Yeah, but you didn't see that I left with one of those griddles that they they gave me as a gift. I know, but you see what I'm saying though. You didn't follow. And if you don't, you didn't follow your strategy. The strategy you're going to say is like the new way. You couldn't even follow it the first week. I know because I'm just I'm just getting started. Yeah, the griddle on this. isn't worth four fifty, by the way. Yeah, it's worth like ten dollars. You get one at like uh, at Walmart. Um, but I've never been privy to something like that because I play poker normally, so they don't give us anything. But by me playing roulette, and I'm playing, I you know when you start making more money on roulette, you're playing for a lot of money per spin. So somehow I quickly garnered up credits so that I got that free griddle. So I was walking around. when I, just, just when I was walking around, I'm like, I wonder if they would give me one of those. So I just went up there, gave them my card, and they just handed me a griddle. Oh, here's your gift for today. Like, that's like what all the people with the oxygen masks on and wheelchairs get. <laughs> the guy smoking, like, three cigarettes at the same time. Like, each one yeah. has, like, just, like, a little tip of the cigarette left. Yeah. Another thing I notice is that guys will be like this. You'll be playing roulette, and they'll be like, 17. 17 is my number. Put 17. Like, so then that way, if 17 hits, they'll probably be like, oh, he'll give me some money. But I just play a certain... So here's here's my strategy. I'll tell you. This, this is better than the retention department, because this is for real money. The retention department tip, you save money. This is to get money. And what you do is... You look at the roulette wheel. You memorize the numbers that you like. So my number is nine, right? Yeah. For, for Jim McMahon. And then I play the numbers around it. So I'll play either four numbers to the left and right or eight num- or um, six numbers to the left and right. So you'll play a total of nine to 13 numbers, but they're in order on the wheel. So I know all my numbers in order. Nine, 26, 28, 0, 32, 7, 11, 14. That's nine numbers, okay? You still with me? <laughs> um, yeah, I am. But I, 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 well, I'm just going to let you. I want to see where this goes before I And then if I want to expand mm-hmm. out a little bit more, I go with four twenty, twenty three, thirty five. So then I have, okay. I have a whole section of the wheel. I have between a quarter and a third of the wheel. So anytime it gets hot, it's always hitting in my area because the way a roulette wheel works, it, it, it just it doesn't just bounce everywhere. It hits certain corners and pockets of the wheel, and it keeps landing there for a while. Well. Now wait a second. I'm sorry. Is there do, do you have scientific evidence that that's the case? No, that's just how it is. If you, if you start, if you, it, I mean, it, it gets in a pattern. It's completely random. Just so you know, the people can establish any kind of pattern they want. Like they could look at a board and say, "Oh well, you know, in the last ten spins, it hit this quadrant six times." But I mean, there's no guarantee it's going to do that for the next ten. No, I know, but when so you start, the- when you see it coming in your area. You start raising your bets, and then you you know you get a big hit, and then you're good. Well, that's really not much of a strategy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, really base, I thought you were a roulette. Hey, man. I'll, I'll try it. I don't think it'll work, but I'll 
Well, I'm going to go back. Next time I go back, we'll see how much money I win. Okay, well, one million, but I mean, I'm just saying you can just as easily lose a million. Well, I don't have a million, so. Actually, more easily lose a million than win a million. <laughs> Much more easily, actually. Base, I thought you were a roulette man. I am. I said, I would try it. Maybe you and I could go base, and I'll show you the ropes. Base. Do you have a strategy, base that you use? My, my strategy is just. Uh, Michael Jordan, Scotty uh, Pippen, Horace Grant, Walter what is, Payton. What is, what is, but it's very stiff on and around number 23 and whatever else number feels good. Yeah, but base, you're talking about around 23 on the where you put the money down, right? Yeah. I'm talking about the wheel. See, this is where you guys aren't understanding. I'm taking a section of the actual wheel. No, I, I get it. I, 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 no, I think it's a good move. Yeah. See, that's why all these, all these like... Um, like if you see, move, like if you see a stripper playing, like these disgusting strippers, they all play like mm, Richard Dent, not you know, like whatever the number is, and that's it. I don't think most strippers today even know who Richard Dent is so. or whatever. Uh, was- LeBron James, twenty three. You know what? I, I understand the strategy. Your strategy is basically just to win. There's really no strategy beyond that. The strategy is a betting strategy. If eventually you believe you're going to win at some point. Yeah, you got to get out at the right time. You're going to start low, you're going to keep raising it, and in your head, ultimately, you're going to eventually hit. And although there's no guarantee that's going to happen, in your head, you you hold yourself into believing that at some point you're going to win. And then when you win, you're going to walk away. But see, the key is to wait until it's in your area, then pounce on the bets. So you don't bet until it's coming in your area. Because if you, let's say you bet 23, it should hit one out of every, like, 36 rolls or whatever, right? But, but it does, but it does, exactly, it doesn't. And there's no, it, Because every time they do a new thing, it's not like, well, if they made 23 this time, so the odds increase. That's nothing. It's a point flip. You've had this in 74. Well, I'm telling you, I, I have a strategy and it's working. Do, the odds, that whatever <laughs> So that could be, you could have hit head 80 times in a row, and the 81st flip, there's still a 50-50 chance that it hit his head again. The odds for sales doesn't increase. No, I know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, so many times you, I might start making an extra $1,000 a day if you guys. Well, I hope you do. I hope you make 2000 a day. I really hope you do. 2000 is pushing it. I don't think I could do that much. Why not? If the quadrants don't work so well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> It is funny having like two hundred dollars on one spin of roulette when these other people are playing for like seven dollars. Like you, you look like some kind of, and it's not. It's only because it's money that yeah, I won. Gambler, yeah. You look like some kind of like high roller type, yeah. but really, I'm just some schlub, as Sam would say. I've never said schlub, but uh... have you guys ever seen a, a wasp nest? Mm, I don't believe so. All right, so. You know, like when mom comes over, she inspects everything, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> like, she'll inspect you, right? Like, oh, uh, what's that mark on your neck or something, or whatever? What's with your yeah. hair or something? Yeah. So she was, she, we went to As the, moms do. yeah, we went to the Queen concert, and then she comes back in, she was outside, and then she came back and she's like, <laughs> you know, you have a wasp nest on your deck, on your, like, deck, the wood underneath the railing. 
Like, how would you? How would you even see that? Wow! Like she looked underneath the railing to see it because she was sitting that in a chair. That was a thorough inspection. That's why I said, "I'm like God." How, how thorough of an inspection were you doing out here? So, have you guys ever seen a wasp nest? I have not. No, I don't believe I have. It looks like an acorn, like a little mini acorn, and then the wasps—they look like they're like yellow jacket wasps. So, picture a wooden balcony with the railing. And underneath the railing, there's this, like, honeycomb thing underneath, and there's these yellow jacket wasps all over it. How big is it? It's probably, it, it looks like the size of, it, I mean, it's kind of, uh, maybe, probably like the pit of an avocado. Okay. And why did you say honeycomb? Is there honey in it? No, they're, they're yellow, they're like yellow jacket wasps. They look like bees. Okay. And it almost made me puke when I saw it. And, and I was like, oh, and I looked it up. <laughs> just because, just knowing that they've been nesting there and building a nest in the balcony on the wood. So I looked it up online, and they actually—that's where they put their nests, or in wood. So what? Do you, what, what did you do? But it wasn't like my girl. Was it? Were you like it <laughs> killed you? Or? Well, that's what it was because I've been—I've been grilling a lot of meat and stuff to eat. So I've been yeah. scared—not scared, but I don't want to get stung. So, so you, you left it. I, I left it, yeah, for like a week. Okay. And then I got that griddle from the casino, so I cooked burgers on that griddle, and they didn't turn out that good, so that was like the final straw, so I'm like, fuck this. So with my winnings, I went to CVS, and I bought some Raid, and I like sprayed the fuck out of it, and then they all like, they it, like, they all just so it dropped. cost you $450 for Raid? No, it was like five bucks. But oh. I sprayed it, and it was like, it was like I, I, the only thing I can think of is like when the Ghostbusters would shoot someone with the proton packs, <laughs> and the whole—I mean, I didn't think the pre, like the pressure on this thing. It was like it was almost like a fire extinguisher the way it hit them, and then the whole thing just—they all instantly died. And I just like ran it back into the apartment, and I just left it all as is. <laughs> wow! So there's the wasp nest that's still there, like like. It, 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 it really looks like a murder why, scene. Why don't you just sweep it into a bag? Like, why don't you sweep it into like a shopping bag up and just toss it in the garbage? Why well, the wasp nest is still hanging off the bottom of the of the wooden railing, but it's been poisoned. Yeah. Now, now it's like it, it looks like like it was set, like I set their house on fire and I killed everyone. You basically did. I know, and I and, and honestly, I didn't I didn't feel good about it. No, you murdered our entire family. I know. I mean, really, I'm not joking. That's how I felt. I would have paid money to watch you spray and run out of that. Run yeah. Out. <laughs> I couldn't believe how. And then the way it came out there, and you, you sh- I, I, I should take a picture of it. They're just all laying there on the balcony, dead. They're all on the ground, covered in poison, and and then their their nest is covered in poison in case like some of their boys come back to go. Like I don't know what they do in the nest. <laughs> I don't even know how many are in the nest. Because I only I only saw like three or four of them hanging off the nest, and then when I when I sprayed it, like there's only like three or four laying on the ground. So I don't know how many of them were actually in there. Like I thought there were going to be like five million of them. Like that's why I was afraid to spray it. Like you, yeah. like you mentioned, my girl, the movie. Like I thought it would, I'd be like swarmed with wasps. Because I was just going to take a, I was going to take a, a red solo cup and just put it underneath and just go whoop, like scrape it out that that kind of way, but that didn't 
you know. Yeah, too scared, I get it. Yeah. And then I noticed they were building a second nest right next door to the first one. So just for good measure, I sprayed that down, too. So we'll see. Uh, maybe in a couple of days, I'll I'll go out there and I'll uh, sweep things up. But I think... Are you going to go on one of those, like, beehives, like, that the guys that, that breathe bees wear? Like, with the whole helmet with the hazmat suit? That's what I was thinking about wearing, honestly. <laughs> I actually called an exterminator, and I'm like, hey... I don't want to touch this thing. And he goes, $125. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go buy some raid. That was the final straw when I just went and bought the raid. And you know it would have taken him like literally eight seconds. Oh, yeah. He would have just like, it would have been like, he would have like sucked it up in some kind of vacuum cleaner or something. (laughs) Meanwhile, I was was afraid running. (laughs) You know, speaking of the mob, I I was watching... um, No, like I said, like it was like a mob murder. The way all those wasps were laying on the ground, like covered in like poison and a fire. Like it looked like their whole house was set on fire, and they were all murdered, just laid out. Well, like I said, they were laid out. Like like the mob killed them. They set their house on fire, and they were all dead. And on the Fourth of July weekend, they were playing a Rocky Marathon. Do you guys remember that Rocky was a mob hitman, basically? Like, he would collect for the mob. Is that right? I didn't know that. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, remember, like, that guy who's like, hey, take her to the zoo. Retards like the zoo. Remember? Oh, yeah. That, that was Rocky Warren, right? Yeah, and the guy, Rocky would, and then that's why Mickey's like, you became a leg breaker. You had teller, but you became a leg breaker. Yeah, I do remember that. But so so here's what's messed up. Paulie knew that it's a guy who can't read. He's he works for the mob. He's a loser boxer and he hooks that guy up with his sister. Yeah, but he saw he had the eye of the tiger. He was right. He saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but he hooked him up when he was like a complete loser. Like was that yeah, the guy? Look at Adrian that. Look at Adrian at that time. I mean, there weren't a lot of prospects for Adrian. <laughs> Wasn't she working in like at like at a aquarium or something? What was she doing? <laughs> a pet shop. We've been up a pet pet shop. And then do you remember the scene where he basically raped her? I'm not saying he raped her, but it was pretty close. He was like acting he didn't like a rape her. Oh, it was close. He did not rape her. He was he was acting like a predator for sure. He would he's like she was he like was, she, she's like I want to call my brother. And he's yelling out the window. Hey, Polly, your sister's with me. He did not rape her. Uh, if you want base, have you seen that scene lately? The the seduction scene? No, it's been a long time. First, he's like, oh, come over here and sit on the couch with me. And then he says, oh, I want to kiss you. You don't have to kiss me back. That's not rape. I don't remember the exact details, but I don't remember him raping her. He's like, you don't have to kiss me. I believe rape is what a penis does to a vagina. No, I mean it's 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 sexual assault. I mean he sure she ended up being into it because she was probably like God, anything's better than being oh, with Polly. So wait, you think a kiss of when somebody kisses somebody they don't give the back sexual assault? It is if you like if you lock a woman into your apartment and then you take her glasses off and you're like, oh, I'm gonna kiss you right now. You don't have to kiss me back if you don't want to. Like that's it was uncomfortable. He was acting like a complete predator. You you bring this woman into your apartment who's never that was her first time ever in an apartment that wasn't her her own, and then he just I like guess I haven't seen part one in many years. It's, I probably I honestly probably haven't seen that since I was a teenager. And then he forced himself on her like that. Yeah, I don't know. 
They will poly your sisters with me. It didn't, I don't know. Maybe, something, maybe, he did, maybe he is a rapist, I don't know. Something about it didn't seem comfortable <laughs> to me. Yeah. I mean, I've never once heard anybody accuse Rocky of rape. I mean, that's the first time. And, like I said, he's, an, he's a hitman for the mob. Like, that's not an upstanding citizen. He's not the kind of guy that you want to hook up with your, you know. He was doing what he, was doing what he had to do to get by. I mean, what was he supposed to do? He was a... Uh, you know, he wasn't. I, I, I ain't got the smart, Remember? <laughs> oh, guys, back to the uh, when I bought that bug spray. There was a guy at CVS, and he was buying. It was. It was like you know how I said, like when people buy condoms, they're all like, you know, you're kind of uncomfortable. You'll buy like candy and deodorant and all kinds of stuff, <laughs> just to you know to. So they, you know, just so that. So it you looks, hope you hope you hope they don't they don't recognize. Yeah, like you don't want to just go up there with a box of condoms. Like it just looks uncomfortable. I saw a guy buying just for men and depends. And well, I mean, if you need them, you need them, right? I I know, but just for men. I know, but isn't that an uncomfortable double purchase? Sure. Like me. I would think by the time you're on the depends, you're not worrying about the just for men anymore, but I don't know. But you know me, Sam. Like, if you and I are out to dinner, and I want mayo, and then I also want barbecue sauce, I'll say, hey, Sam, could you order some barbecue sauce and say it's for you? And then I'll- Oh, yeah. You can. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, but you, you, you care too much about, like, people's opinions, people who you'll never see again, like cashiers and waiters and waitresses. So for you, I'm sure if you need it depends, you'd rather just shit yourself than subject yourself to buying them in the store. But base, wouldn't you take two separate trips? Like one, you would buy, you know, deodorant, shampoo, mints, uh, peanuts, and depends. Then the next trip, you'd buy like mouthwash, paper towels, um, coffee, and just for men. Like, wouldn't you make that two separate uh, trips? Or would you just go like... No, I, I, would, I, would, I would do that one giant bowl of a shopping. Well, that yeah, or or that, or get like ten packages of the pen. Yeah, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? But you would at least have five hundred items, right? And mix in the, the just for men and oh, the depends. Definitely, you wouldn't just buy the two items just for men and depends. I would just go. To- how, how how old was this guy? Was it like a uh, like one of the old guys that he naked at the gym, or like a guy already? He was, he looked, I don't know, maybe he's like 50s or six, maybe 60s. I don't know. But you could tell, I could see where the Just for Men was fading and he needed a fresh coat. But <laughs> but the Depends, I didn't. I don't I, I would order Depends online, I think. Well, yeah, but I think, like, based said, if he's 80 years old, he may not shop online. I mean, <laughs> Actually, not, you know what's funny? He may do, not know about the Amazon. Wait, do they sell stuff like condoms and stuff on Amazon? Of course. They have everything. They have everything on Amazon. So and why? What? Just for men and condoms, probably in a million other places online too. I mean, so Amazon it, doesn't have that stuff. If if you were in high school or whatever, like in grade school, why not get a PO box? And oh, here it is: Trojan condoms, sixteen dollars for a forty. Wait, wait, wait. If you're in grade, school, you know, here it is. Or like high school, like or like a freshman in high in school. Grade one, grade school. Why not get a PO box? <laughs> no, so you could buy stuff what like grade school. Did you go to no, but I'm saying you could order stuff like this and then sell it to your friends for a profit. I don't know many grade schoolers who are going to like be savvy enough to get a PO box. PO box is like thirty dollars for six months. 
So you'll make yeah, they your don't have good credit. You need good credit to get a P.O. box? It's a mailbox. What are you, so what, you think, you think, you think a, a fifth grader is going to go to some, going to find out how to get a P.O. box? And go you to go to the post office and say, I need a P.O. box. Can you open the P.O. box and picking up condoms every week? God, what is that? <laughs> no, but then you could sell them like one, for one apiece. Like you, sell, you break them up. <laughs> So, once a week, he's got the pens, condoms, <laughs> all kinds of things that like kids wouldn't want their parents to see. Or whatever. Could you buy like Playboy magazines? Could you buy that kind of stuff? Oh, I don't think kids are into Playboy anymore. I mean, Let's they see, have Playboy all the porn they want. Here we go, Playboy magazine. Oh, so you, yeah, look, fifty cents. Do you think, babe, do you think kids today give a shit about Playboy anymore? No, I just don't see any purpose of Playboy at this point. I don't either. Well, what else would they want? Knives or something? Can you buy knives on Amazon? No, they, no, they have all the pornography. Right on the, Playboy is paying next to uh, all the porn on the computer. Whoa, they got a bunch of knives, too. Oh, my God. You don't remember those kids that would come in and sell knives? No, I really don't. <laughs> what? There'd be kids that would have like all these different kind of like knives and like Chinese stars and nunchucks and yeah, stuff. School must have changed a lot in one year after because I was a year after I was I graduated a year before you when I left. Where did you go to school? St. Lawrence. We went to St. Lawrence. Went to a Catholic high school, but I remember a kid doing cocaine during homeroom. Yeah, but there was a kid selling knives like between classes and grenades stuff, and I just thought. There's a kid selling knives and grenades. No, not grenades. <laughs> I said numbers. <laughs> Man, Amazon. So, like, if you're here's a tip: if you're a high schooler listening to this, go on Amazon, get a PO box so no, it doesn't get sent a, to your mom's a, house. Get all your stock, and then sell it to your friends. Like, sell sell a la carte condoms. One of your knives, your condoms, your pornos. What do you need, man? Oh, I'm gonna need three condoms and knife. <laughs> do you play <laughs> Why not? You're telling Sam, I guarantee if, if if like the cool group of kids decided like, yeah man why, why are high schoolers in the suburbs buying knives? I, I'm telling you, I know kids have because they just think it's cool to have like a, a switchblade or whatever, or like a pocket knife. So you buy them and sell them for a profit. Like you could you could probably sell them for double of what you pay for them. Sure. Like it's like when you would trade a game into Funko Land for three dollars and they'd sell it for thirty six. <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. Or if you like sell a guitar to Guitar Center and then you see it with a yeah. price tag of five hundred dollars on it when they paid you a hundred. <laughs> Isn't that the worst when you go back in? Like they haggle with you. Yeah. Like I remember yeah. selling the the best ever though was when I was at that pawn shop and the lady bought my guitar that was worth brand new $450. She paid me $600 for it. It didn't work. Everything was fucked up on it. You got what you got. You got a rare one over on her though. Usually they're not that Oh, it's wonderful. She's like, oh, she's like, and and the best part was she thought she was ripping me off. Did you go back to see if it was marked down like lower? No, no. Because I I even said like, (laughs) oh, I'm like, I really need it. And, I really, I said, I really need the money, but I love this guitar. She's like, well, don't worry, I'll have it here if you want to come back and buy it. And then she's like, I'll probably, I'll probably put a price tag of eleven hundred on it or eleven fifty. Like, yeah, bitch, you'll put a price tag of forty dollars on it when I leave. When you see what it's really worth, <laughs> it's, it's probably still there. 
It's funny because she she was okay. So I haven't I had an Epiphone. And it doesn't matter if you don't know about guitars. I'll explain it quickly. There's a, a Gibson Les Paul. That's the classic like Jimmy Page guitar. There's a lower tier model, just like with Fender. There's a Squire. There's a Fender Squire, which is the lower Fender brand. For Gibson, it's called Epiphone. So I had the Epiphone Les Paul standard guitar, right? The real Les Paul standards were thousands of dollars. This Epiphone version isn't is it's worth like I, I think I paid four fifty. How for is she it. so dumb? It's this Epiphone right on the neck. I know, but she looked it up, she, and, and I'm like, I'm like, she's like, is this a Joe Perry signature? I'm like, yeah, because I saw her looking at like eBay. And her, her like her eye, her eye, her eyes completely lit up when she saw it. It was like I would see because I could see it from the corner of my eye. It was like twenty two hundred, twenty six hundred. She's like, the best I could do is six hundred on this one. I'm like, oh. But then I'm also thinking I, I got to get this deal done and get the fuck out of here. Exactly before she's like, what? <laughs> no, because she kept mentioning her son. Oh, my son knows all about this stuff. So until he, there, there, there was probably a small chance you could have negotiated up, but also in that time she may have figured out that it was not what she thought it was. Exactly. Was it, was it, was it one of those things in the movie Kingpin where if you leave like immediately, that you all all of a sudden find like somebody taking a back but the back of your windshield? Oh, ex- that's exactly <laughs> that's the base. That's a perfect example. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> Get out of the car! Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm a freak, but you're probably dictionary still. Yeah. yeah, you think I could trust someone at a pawn shop? <laughs> so she's like, uh, uh, I'm like, oh, I love it. And then I, I like held it one last time when I gave it to her. God, what, a, what an act. It was, it was great. Hey, I'm like, and always selling it. I'm like, uh, so. Do you think I could come back sometime and, you know, if I get the money, you know, I just need it right now. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I'm like, would you give me some kind of discount? She's like, yeah, maybe we can work something out. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it it reminded me of when uh, Sam decided to play guitar for like a week and then he only played it like twice. But we went to some like shit town in Indiana to buy this guitar off eBay or off uh, Craigslist. And the guy was like crying when he when he sold it to Sam. Well, plus that guy, he was like out of work and he was like fire sailing everything he owned. And it was a super nice Fender guitar. And I think the guitar was he was only selling it for like three or four hundred dollars, and it was worth like well over a grand. Yeah. And I was I almost didn't buy it. I felt so bad, but he was like, I told him, I feel bad. He's, you know what? Honestly, he's like, don't feel bad because I need to sell it. He's like, so if you feel bad and don't buy it, I have to find the next guy to buy it. So when he said that, I was like, well, okay, I'll just buy it. Then. He's like, hey, man, give me a call, you know, if you're not playing it, and I'll buy it back from you if I get some scratch together. That thing probably has, like, three inches of dust on it. <laughs> Sam's dog sleep on it. Yeah. That guy's still I, 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 I felt bad about the guy's situation, not about the car. I felt bad because yeah. literally everything in that house, in that, was it a trailer, or was it, like, one of those, like, it was one of those, like, flat homes. Yeah, like those, uh, you know, those homes with like one floor base, like the like one M and M, that one M and M lived in in yeah, eight miles. Like eight miles. I think that but was a trailer in eight mile, but it was that kind of had, like, like a tag on it, and like you tell you, it was just it was a sad. <laughs> he needed that money to pay a couple of utilities, and I felt bad. He's like, yeah, "This is my baby," but he's like, "I need to sell it like this week." So mm-hmm. it was gonna somebody was gonna buy it at some point. It was if it wasn't me, it would be the next guy, and that could be a scummy guy. So. Yeah, that's true. I'd rather have you have it. Abel's like, pay him more. And I was like, no. I didn't say that. 
You did. Oh, in the car. I said, oh, you should have gave him more money than if you feel so bad. You're like, I didn't feel that bad. Well, I felt bad. I was not going like, to like, start like paying his bills. Yeah. No, I mean, you're, you're, you're buying a product from him, and he gave right. you a good deal, and that's it. I mean, he wasn't even, like, giving a stop story. It was just, like, it was very apparent what was happening. He told us that he was out of work. But he when he's like, like, please, guys, any extra will help. <laughs> Can uh, you imagine that in a Craigslist deal? Dude, uh, if you could just throw it a little extra, please. Like, yeah. when, when you buy something off Craigslist, it's the opposite. You expect them to come in and offer you less. So you were fair by giving him the full ticket value that he asked for. Right. Like, you didn't even yeah, well, haggle at all. Said. So initially, I'm like, you know what? I think I was pretending to go there and saying, oh, I don't know. But when I saw what he was, <laughs> what he was, looking for, what, what he was going for, I was like, I'm just going to the full amount. I mean, it was already a good deal. Play the game. Oh, 400. Oh. Mm. I don't know, Abe. What do you think? I don't I know. Think I still I've seen another one online for 380. What if it was like a big ruse and he's actually doing great and he's even at home? Like, that's what he does to try to, like, solicit more money for products. <laughs> like a flop house he runs. <laughs> There's, I, I really am, I think I'm done with buying any, do you, have you guys bought anything off Craigslist any time recently? I haven't bought anything off Craigslist in, like, 10 years. It's been a while. Because, like, that situation I had when I sold the truck and that guy's like, man, Abe, I need this truck, man. I need it, but I don't know. I don't know, Abe. And I was with him for like nine hours driving around the yeah. block. See, that, that's weird. somebody up at a Starbucks. have come to my place. Yeah, I, I would never have someone come over to my house. It's funny because I'm actually about to get, I'm getting ready. To, I want to get a new, a new TV, and I want to sell the one I have. And I was like, well, what do I do? Do I like... If they if, if I want to sell it on Craigslist, they have to actually come see that and come in and see that it works. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I don't want anybody coming up here. Well, you should check them at the door. And be like, I'm gonna have to do a, a standard body cavity search. I'm not doing that. You, you, should, you should buy one of those. Uh, you go on like uh, Amazon and buy one of those metal detectors. Yeah. Beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> Put your cell phone and any games that you have on the table right here. <laughs> you have that little like wheelbarrow looking thing. You're like, okay, slide your stuff in here. <laughs> All right, what do you got in your right pocket? Oh, it's my belt buckle. Okay, take it off. Well, that's the, thing. It's the TV. It's like you can't just like bring a TV to Starbucks and like set it up. Oh yeah, see, it works fine. Awesome, though. Remember the guy when I bought the dishwasher who had the the gripper. He was in a wheelchair, yeah. and he was using the gripper to grab everything. And then, then like, after 10 minutes, some guy popped out of the woodwork. I'm like, ah, who's that? Oh, that's my friend. He looked like Vincent you know, Price. You know that guy's dead. Oh, the, the guy, yeah, definitely. Because he, he, he had one foot in the glue factory when I took his dishwasher. Yeah. Well, and by the way, that was one of the worst purchases ever. That thing was a piece of shit. What a horrible dishwasher that was. You don't still have it, dude. You know, didn't we, like, throw it down the stairs or something? Yeah, I threw it in the alley or something. Okay. <laughs> you throw it down the stairs. I want to say we were moving, like, down the stairs or something. I don't know. I think I kicked it or something because I hated it. Oh. <laughs> Dishwashers just in general, aren't, aren't don't they seem to not work properly? 
You guys, do you I see mean, it? if you have a good one, it, it works fine. Like I, I have uh, a new thing. Mine, mine works pretty well. I have a new dishwasher, and it sucks. You should try being nicer to your wife before you go to wash the dishes first. Oh. Hey, that's my dishwasher, my wife. Ow! Hey, what do you mean you have a stainless steel dishwasher? Mine's flesh and blood. What do you mean? It's my wife. Ow! (laughs) What kind of model dishwasher do you have? I have the flesh and blood one. You know, my wife. <laughs> you know there's guys who are actually like that, right, Pace? Of course. Oh, my wife, where's my dinner? Where's my dinner? What is that? Like, the, what's with the guys who surrender over their whole, ch- like, like they don't know any of their finances. They've never, like, all they know how to do is work super hard, almost to death. And then after the 40-hour or 70-hour week of work, everything else they turn over to some woman. They don't know well, how to pay. Well, that woman turned her life over to some guy. She was, she, she was like this person, like some special guy who just took over to some woman. Well, no, it's the same thing. Well, whatever. I mean, there's women. Yeah. But I'm saying there's the a lot. Said it was like, oh, he turned over to some random woman when she was doing so well. Not that, no, I'm saying that those guys, obviously, obviously there's a reason you know, why. Some of those guys don't know how to manage their lives, and they go right from their mother to the wife. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like they need, they need management. But I'm saying, like, how do you, how do, you, how is that? How do you not learn things? Like, how do you just accept that? Like, oh, here's my check. I saved. I, I have cash in my pocket to go to the bar. But everything else, like, that's all. That's all I know how to do. I just know how to work. <laughs> Where's my dinner? Here's what I do. I work. I eat and I drink. Everything else, let her figure out. Oh. <laughs> Hey, uh, hungry, hungry men here, ready to eat. Yeah. I come home and dinner's not ready. You start like break, breaking shit, <laughs> <laughs> like breaking windows and stuff. Yeah. What's this cold meal? I can't get a hot meal. Why, why do they love hot meals so yeah. much? Like, like I'll eat a, a cold sub every day. Like, if I was married and I had a wife and she had a Jersey Mike sub or a Jimmy John sub, I'd be happy. Oh, where's my hot meal? Like, that that's like the reward, the hot meal. Where's my, where's my, where's my hot plate? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 my finger's not burning when I touch this plate. What's the issue? Oh, I didn't have time because I was, Whoa! Hey. And the reaction is that I'm putting you in the microwave back up slam against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your dinner! It's actually exactly like when Paulie took the turkey out of the oven and threw it in the alley. This is the plate. Just slams it up against against the refrigerator. Now, now you've got to cook me something. And then he right away like goes outside with a six-pack. I'll be in my shed. I'll be in the man cave. <laughs> shouldn't your whole if you're if shouldn't your whole house be your cave? Like at what point did you just you just have one room that's your man cave? Shouldn't everything be your cave? And that goes I don't know for- why men like being underground so much. Why they love man caves? Like why do men not like sunlight? And I, I never understood why the basement was the man cave. I'm down here because, with all my wood. Because, but, 
It's because most of the house with the wife takes over has like flowers everywhere and everything nice. Yeah, but why can't they be around flowers and nice stuff? Why do they got to be in like some? Well, because sometimes you're like, man, I just want to be in a spot house that doesn't have flowers. Like they want like a poster of like crispy brinkley on the wall. Yeah, wood, <laughs> just like like yeah. like shrapples of wood. Yeah, here's all my here's my here. Let me show you around the place. Here's a coffee can. Here's my wood. <laughs> There's a poster of Christy Brinkley. Look at that ass. And here's my, here's my six-pack of natural light that I yeah. keep under my... Yeah. Oh, pack. and here's my half-refrigerator with natural light. <laughs> do you ever see some... Do you ever see, I mean, some guys have a nice setup. Do you ever see some of these guys' setups? It's literally what I just said. You go out in their garage. Yeah. And, and, and hey, go to fucking Home Depot and buy some chairs. Mm-hmm. They're all sitting on coffee cans hey, and boxes. Abe has a friend who has a man in his garage. And it is literally the stereotype of like everything is going like there's somebody like smoking meat. There's like a and there's like a strategically placed motorcycle, even though he doesn't ride a motorcycle. There's pictures of like eighties models. <laughs> there's like there's a guitar signed by Nick Mars. It's like all the most douchiest man. And the guy and I and I went to high school with the guy and I don't understand how he's he's like that being this young. There's like four rifles. Yeah. Hey, hey, watch out. There's rifles right there. <laughs> but, but you ever notice they never have proper seating? It's like they'll just sit on anything. Like, oh, just yeah. sit on that box of records. Yeah. Oh, uh, just pull over that drum and sit on it. Like, why don't you there's buy always, some there's, chairs? There's always like one of those, one of those reclining chairs with like a cup holder and like the massager. That's it. Yeah. And then there's one chair that's like covered yeah. in paint for some reason. Dust and paint. Oh, sit over there. All right, and then everyone just sits in a circle. Like you're sitting on the ground. There's always like yeah. w- there's dust and wood chips everywhere. Where is my dinner ready yet? <laughs> Hungry men out here ready to eat. It must be some kind of like prize for them, right? Though to have a hot meal, they always see a yeah, hot, hot meal. Plate. Gotta have a hot plate. Where's my <laughs> no 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 no? What's this shit? Cold cuts. For dinner? <laughs> I want a hot meal. <laughs> Why do they love turkey so much, too? Like, on Thanksgiving, it's like the greatest thing they've ever seen. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Turkey! The bird's ready to go. Like, can't you just eat? Like, I eat turkey all the time. I mean, it's not a big deal for me. For a lot of Americans, it's, you know, it's a treat to have a turkey. I mean, I don't cook a huge turkey, but like, oh, I've been waiting for this for a year. A year? Fuck. Let me go buy you dinner somewhere. I'll buy you some turkey. Oh, dressing too? They got dressing? Yeah, they always have dressing, asshole. And cranberries? Cranberry sauces? Yes. Every year, it's the same shit. How about yams? Why do they refer to stuffing as dressing? I don't know. I think it's like, like an old school term. Now, like dressing is like salad dressing. That doesn't. Because I think I think I think as you're quote dressing the turkey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they call it dressing either. I never heard of They always act like they're the master too of the turkey. Whoa, whoa, and they have to cut it like it's a big, a big showcase when the, he, the guy gets to cut it. Oh, like I, I never want to cut a turkey ever. I want nothing I've to never, do. I've never, 
I've never been to a Thanksgiving dinner where somebody's arms like part of the dinner. Like, if you ever watch, like, the TV or the movies, they're like, all right, here's the big event. I will carve the turkey. You're like, man, you didn't carve that shit before you came to the dinner? No, I, 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 I have seen that in person. It's part of that ceremony. I've seen it a bunch of times. It's a bit. It's like yeah. a big, a big to do. I've, I've never seen it once. Yeah, I, I, I envy you, base. I really do. Base when you when your family gets together, you don't cut the bird, or does your brother have that? He's like, no, no, I'm the one who cuts it. Well, I just cut it because that's like my brother has spent the whole time cooking it, so I, I just I'm not gonna. I can do it pretty fast. I don't. You, you also dress the bird. I don't have. I don't have like a special apron or like you know. Everybody needs to. Look at that bass with his bird over there. He really knows how to cut a bird. He's really good at that. Hey, guys, I got to wrap this up, but uh, I just want to mention one last thing. Um, So... I'm allergic to cat, And this is an honest question. If you guys know the answer, I I know right away Sam's going to be like, yeah. But, Sam, just think about this logically and give okay. me if you know okay. the answer, okay? okay. I'm, I'm allergic to cats, right? Right. So does that mean I'm also allergic to lions and tigers? Oh, my God. Probably not. Wait, what's that? What do you say? I'm wondering, like, if I was ever on a lion, before they ate me, would my eyes be a chick? Well, the tiger is the actual cousin to the cat. So if you're going to be allergic to one, it would be that one. The one that's not related to the, to the house cat. So that would be that's the logic of that one. Well, that, there's a pretty good answer for you. And I would say you're probably never going to find this answer out, so we might as well just wrap it up here. Well, wait, base. You, you had, like, baby tigers all over your head and stuff that one time. Yeah, but I'm not allergic to the cat. Oh, you're not? Okay. Oh, that's right, because you had a cat. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I'm sure well, if, if I, was, I don't think I don't think they give off the same standard that a house cat. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like saying, like you know, I'm allergic to the dogs. Does that mean I'm allergic to wolves and coyotes too? I don't know. But our dog, we should go to the zoo and jump into the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as as the tiger's biting my neck, I yell out, "My eyes are itching." Document this. <laughs> I mean, has that ever been documented? Like. I wonder if allergists uh, even know the answer to that. Like, is my life is is my life worth getting that answer? It might be. If you're gonna eat alive, you go. Hey, the good news is I'm not allergic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, while I'm fighting him off, ah, I'm not allergic. Three minutes. I I try to wipe my eyes on his fur to see what happens, and nothing happens. Yeah. No, I'm only I'm only tearing up because I'm crying. Yeah, I'm yeah. crying because he's eating my neck. Yeah. I'm crying because he's killing me. But yeah, the reason why there's tears in my eyes is because I know I won't be around after this. It has nothing to do with the allergies. Yeah. But no rashes. This is amazing. Yeah, but I mean, I, honestly, like there's like for instance, Jim Morrison, right? His he was what, was he 27, but he still yeah. lives on. Like his life, what what he left is way bigger than what his life was. Sure. You're like Jim, you're just like Jim Morrison. So like, if, I, if I could leave science like that, yeah, like the Abe Cannon theory that you know, yes, t- if you're allergic to cats, you're allergic to tigers. So the movie with, with you, about you with Val Kilmer as the star and everything. Is there some kind of like Kevlar outfit you could wear and, and like fight a tiger? Base. Um, I don't think there's anything that you could just 
But oh, I'm sure you could, but still things are pretty freaking neck. Yeah, but what if I were? And this is an honest question: If I wore like a suit of armor? Well, <laughs> oh, no, if you wore a suit of armor, it'd be pretty. <laughs> Yeah, that's you, buddy. I mean, yeah. they are strong and you around. Yeah. I, and I would also need a helmet that's not going to come off, right? Yeah. Look, I need them to glue down the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, though, you would never know what the allergy is. So you're- but if I leave my eye, you think if I left my eyes exposed, I don't think he would just like <laughs> scrape out my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You just see a guy in a suit of armor wiping his eyes on a tiger's ass. Yeah. What's that guy doing in there with that tiger? Oh, uh, that's Abe Cannon, the scientist. He's attempting to see if uh, he's allergic to a tiger. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know tigers know how to remove suit of armor. That's interesting. Exactly. See? There's a lot to be learned, Base. Well, I stand corrected, Abe. And all of a sudden, from an allergy, now we figured out how to... It's all science. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, we'll wrap it up on that. And uh, if anyone has a firm answer to that, if you could uh, email me or hit me up on social media. Oh, breaking news. Todd Frazier, scratch from the White Sox lineup. He's going to be traded today. Nice. Robertson, too? All right. Wow, nice. So the Sox might trade some guys. So if you hear this, you know. All, all right, right, gentlemen. Gentlemen. See you, boys. Peace. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.